Welcome back to the Successful Diligence Podcast. I am so grateful that you are back for another episode. Please do take note that all opinions and recommendations and encouragements that are shared on this podcast are my personal opinion or the opinion of the guests that I have on. It is not to be taken as medical or mental health advice. Please do consult your medical professional or your mental health professional with any questions or changes that you would like to make regarding your own personal situation. Welcome back to the Successful Diligence Podcast. I am so grateful you are back for another episode. Wow, 2021 is turning out to be quite the year, listeners, and I'm so glad to be sharing the journey with you, bringing you value-added conversations, information, and guests, and I'm so glad that you tune in, that you write emails at SuccessfulDiligence.com contact, that you click the link in the show notes to send voicemails. I really do have the best audience ever, and I truly appreciate you, and I'm so glad that you are hanging in for this show because this one is a really important one. It's going to be an awesome conversation because I have with me Tamika Morrow and she is a board certified nurse practitioner who is licensed to practice in the great state of Michigan, but her knowledge goes beyond state borders. She is a graduate of the University of Michigan with a degree in biology, and she completed her graduate studies at Wayne State University, earning a master's degree in nursing. She has worked in internal medicine for over 10 years, faithfully providing services for both adolescents and adults. Now, as a board certified national nurse practitioner with a postgraduate education focused in the areas of holistic health and functional medicine, her approach to health healing and wellness is guided by her belief that if you can get to the root of the problem, then you can relieve the symptoms and therefore heal the body. That sounds familiar because we talk about that in the mental health space and we're going to approach it from the physical health uh, holistic approach today in our conversation. Now, Tamika's holistic approach to personal care focuses on all aspects of health physical, mental, emotional, social, and spiritual, which is really my understanding of holistic because that's the whole body, right? The whole person. And Tamika's desire is to see her patients achieve complete wholeness and walk in the abundant life that they were destined to have. She is the wife, she is a wife and the mother of three, two girls and a boy, got her hands full. <laughs> she enjoys traveling, eating new and diverse cultural delicacies, reading, serving as a mentor to teenagers and young adults, being in ministry and an active participant in positive change. We can all use so much more of that in today's world. Tamika is currently serving as president of the school board at a charter school in Michigan and she is also president and co-founder of the Gyra Scholarship Foundation. Tamika, welcome Woo! to the show. I am so excited to have you here. <laughs> Thank you so much, Michelle, for having me. It's such an honor and a privilege to be here with you guys today. I cannot tell you how excited I was to discover you. And I honestly cannot remember 
how I discovered you. Um, I know we met through providential circumstances, mm -hmm. meaning that we were supposed to meet. It is in yeah. purpose because my audience needs to hear your voice and what you have to say. And so I know that's why we met. But mm -hmm. for the listeners who are not familiar with you, um, tell us a little bit about who you are as a person beyond the bio, because that was all of your stuff, right? <laughs> um, but also how you came to do the current work that you're doing now. Okay, sure. So um, I love the color pink. <laughs> I do like to travel the world. <laughs> but uh, more about like getting deeper into, you know, unwrapping Tamika, who Tamika is. Um, I personally believe that God has um, given us all a predetermined destiny. I also believe, I believe the word of God, I believe the scriptures. So when the Bible said Jesus come that we may have life and that more abundantly, like every promise that Jesus said we're supposed to attain, I believe we need to attain it. And I'm gonna try <laughs> so, and get it myself as well. <laughs> seriously, so it's like, I'm, I'm like, I, I believe him 100%, you know, so I'm a woman that's full of faith and I look forward to inherit the promises that that is designed for me, you know, but the type of person I am, I do believe that as I'm blessed, you know, others around me should be blessed. So I believe in that overflow, you know? So that's why I pour my heart out into trying to help others, you know, walk in that abundant life that God designed for them as well. And like, to, even in my current practice, um, I truly believe that we don't have to be sick. Mm -hmm. And it was amazing how we, how I kind of came to this place because when I first started practicing medicine, I mean, I was doing a traditional approach, but I thought that I could go and help the diabetic patients, right? Because they were getting legs cut off. They were losing their sight. They had been on dialysis. I was like, Laura, you took all this to the cross. <laughs> I was like, I know they don't have to live this way. So right. let me go and work with them to help get this diabetes under control. So that way they could live with diabetes and not, you know, die by it. And so um, I'm going along that course. And then one day I had a patient come into my office. And she was what we call pre-diabetic, you know, so blood sugar is too high then to be normal, um, but not high enough to get the diagnosis of diabetes. So I did the traditional medicine approach, ding, 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 right? And once she left the office, I felt in my spirit that I failed my patient. And I'm like, God, how do I feel like I failed her? Like I went by the book, I did the standards of care, I followed the guidelines. And he was like, you're waiting for her to get sick. And I'm like, what? <laughs> he was like, that's the thing with traditional medicine. It's like, we're waiting on people to get sick instead of putting different preventative things in place to help restore their body back to the way God designed it, which is to heal and repair itself. Mm. And so it was at that point where it was a pivotal change in how I began to practice. And God just opened my mind to this whole world of holistic wellness and functional medicine and healing, using the things that he provided for us. You know, he said he's given us everything pertaining to life and godliness. So that's... Um, that's where I am. I'm, I walk in victory because that's another promise that he gave. And I'm all about helping my brothers and sisters walk in that same victory. So that's me. I like to have fun, enjoy life. And like I said, walk in the promises. I love that. You mentioned my favorite scripture. One of my favorite scriptures, the whole mm -hmm. Bible is my favorite scripture, but uh, first Peter, <laughs> he mm -hmm. has given unto us all things that pertain unto life yes. and godliness. And he really has. Mm -hmm. What I love is that you went from a reactionary model mm -hmm. to a proactive model. And yes. that's not an easy shift in mm -hmm. any industry, but especially the healthcare industry and the medicine, um, because you all are not trained right. to be proactive. You're trained to mm -hmm. be reactive, which is not mm -hmm. necessarily a bad thing. So there's no shade being thrown. 
um, because there is obviously a need for the traditional medicine field. But I love that you were able to tap into the holistic and functional medicine world. Um, yeah. Tell us more because not everybody is familiar with number one, what is functional medicine? How is it different than traditional medicine? And what does holistic even mean? So maybe you can break those down for the audience. Yeah, definitely. So we'll start with traditional medicine because it's easier. <laughs> <laughs> so traditional medicine is more disease focused. It's more symptom-based. And so the goal is to alleviate the symptoms by providing medication. Um, and if medication is not working and they explore surgical opportunities, but that's the thing. It's all about the, the system, uh, the symptoms, you know, and alleviating symptoms through medication. Whereas holistic um, wellness and functional medicine is totally different. So what we do, we actually think, you know, we step back and we say, okay, the body has got off the path that it was designed to stay on, which is to heal and repair itself. And so when we see someone, um, just to kind of make a, an example, in traditional medicine, someone come in with high blood pressure, you know, what traditional medicine said, hey, your blood pressure's high, take this pill, take yep, this medication. Yep. If you come into a holistic wellness or functional medicine office, we say, hey, your blood pressure is high. Now let's find out what caused your blood pressure to be high. Because mm -hmm. regardless if you have a genetic predisposition or not, the whole thought is there are some things that you can do to prevent that gene from expressing itself. So you can actually keep that gene turned off. So no matter if your mom had high blood pressure, your dad had high blood pressure, all your siblings got high blood pressure. If you put the right things in place, we can stop that gene from expressing in your life where you don't have to have high blood pressure. So we actually look at the root cause to see what triggered it, what caused it. And instead of treating the symptom, which is high blood pressure, we go to the root and then we treat the root. And once we alleviate the root, guess what? The symptoms go away and people walk in health and they don't have high blood pressure. So that's that really a good snapshot of how that goes. That is fascinating to me because mm -hmm. it is. There's, there's a couple things that are fascinating about it. Number one, I love going to the root and listeners, mm -hmm. you know, I am always talking about get to the root of the issue. What is the yes. heart of the matter? If you say you're an apple tree, then you better have apple seeds and right. the apple <laughs> tree. Otherwise, right. if you're producing peaches, then you a peach tree. You are not an apple right. tree. <laughs> um, so I love that um, get to the root of what is mm -hmm. really going on because yes. truth really is freedom. Mm -hmm. And that means truth in facts and knowledge but also the knowledge of the body and the systems and what is the truth of what's really happening. Mm -hmm. So I exactly. love that. I love that. You want to, you want to expound a little? Yeah. And, and everybody, I just wanted to say that the thing too, that I appreciate about functional medicine, the treatment is all individualized, mm. you know, in traditional medicine, you know, we have these guidelines you know, <laughs> that we have to implement on everybody. You know, if somebody got this diagnosis, give them this, you know, and it doesn't take a, a, a good snapshot of the individual and what's going on holistically in that individual's world and how that particular disease is impacting the individual in the world around them. It just say, hey, you got this diagnosis, take this piece. Whereas in functional medicine, everything is individualized because what may cause one person's high blood pressure may not be what caused your high blood pressure. Even in the same you family. Know? Yeah, even in the same family. So it's about individualized care to truly find out what's going on with you, you know, and all the systems, you know, that's surrounding you that caused your body to err. So one person's um, plan, I call it a plan of care, one person's plan of care for the same diagnosis may be totally different than the next person. 
Wow. Person. And so that's another thing. So I love to think. So that I am like a little undercover nerd. <laughs> I love to think and I love it. I mean, it's just, it's so invigorating. And even like, you know, so the name of my practice is Synergy Health mm-hmm. and Wellness. And if you ever looked at the logo, the G is a capitalized and it looked like you got this like water coming from it. So that G actually stands for God. And that water is supposed to be symbolic of the, liver, the rivers of living waters. And I so we that. partner together with God and our patients to restore them back to the health that Jesus died for them to have. And it's so amazing, like when I'm with my patients and God just started like opening up stuff, right? And he started showing me that's the trigger or that was the root. And, you know, <laughs> they didn't do this and do that, you know, and it's just so outstanding. And then when they follow it, how God like literally miraculously heal their bodies. I mean, people who've been sick for decades, I mean, had things turn around like in a matter of months. It's phenomenal. I mean, it is so amazing. You know, and to hear people say, I got my life back. You know, I mean, it's so um, rewarding. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's empowering because then you can actually fulfill the purpose and destiny that you were created to fulfill when you're healthy and feeling good and have the energy and the health to do that. Um, I love that. I just love that. And you're right. It is very individualized because we are all individual people. Mm -hmm. Um, You mentioned something earlier about the ability to not have a disease or gene express Mm -hmm. itself in your body, even if it's in your genetic heritage. Mm -hmm. Talk to me a little bit more about that. How do you, how do you not have that sort of evolve in your body if it Mm -hmm. is in your genetic predisposition? So, you know, so it goes back, you know, individualized, right? (laughs) Yeah. Um, So when we look at a lot of sickness and disease, truthfully, um, there's a a few things that that contributes to all sickness and disease out there. The number one being inflammation. If a person is chronically inflamed, and that's whether it's from the foods that they eat or the stress that they're taking in or whatever other environmental factors that's going on, um, that chronic inflammation is the leading cause of most sickness and disease out here, including cancer. So that's one of the mainstays that we go to. You know, um, you know, hypertension is considered an inflammatory disease as well too, right? So let's find out where, what's, in, what's inflaming you? patients, <laughs> what is inflaming you? You know, and we start there. So that's one thing. So when we talk about the body, you know, and its predisposition for something because of genetics, um, if you think about genetics, people who are genetically similar, like in your family members, you all have certain cultural things that you do. You know, you have similarities in the foods that you eat. You got similarities in how you manage stress. You got similarities in, you know, the environment that you're exposed to. So all of that plays a part on whether or not that gene will express itself or not. So what we have do is go in and basically cause a shift to all of that. And once we shift it, now we create an environment that that gene can no longer thrive in. So we keep it turned off um, and it it doesn't express. Very interesting. It's almost like fanning the flames. And if you stop fanning the flames, the fire goes out so that gene won't won't Mm -hmm. turn on. What's interesting to me about that is because even with genetics, like, so my mother and I are genetically similar, obviously, because I came from my mother, (laughs) right? Right. Um, But we're very, very different. And Mm -hmm. I'm thinking nutrition-wise specifically, like my mother loves food. She's a foodie, can eat like basically anything. Mm -hmm. Whereas for me, like my body doesn't do very well with red meat and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, certain different foods. I'm dairy sensitive. Well, she's also dairy sensitive as well. But um, I think most adults are. I, I think I read something where 70% of adults are, are lactose intolerant or lactose sensitive. So you going back. So I love that because 
I tell everybody to stay away from dairy, right? <laughs> so it kind of goes how God created the body. Like it's very, so if we go back to how God created our bodies, majority of people, so remember God created our bodies to heal and repair itself. So just gotta always remember that. So how he created the bodies, majority of people between the ages of three to five, they stopped producing the enzyme necessary to break down and digest dairy. So think about it. If he created our bodies to heal and repair itself, but by age five, we're no longer making this enzyme necessary to digest and break down dairy, then what message is he telling us? That he didn't design our bodies to take dairy in after age five. At that point, we're supposed to be weaned from the breast and be eating solid foods. So when we go and put stuff in there that God did not you know, design our bodies to have, then of course we set ourselves up for sickness and disease. Dairy is very, very inflammatory. Dairy also increases mucus production, which also makes you predisposed to be getting sick. Um, so dairy is just horrible on so many levels. And even a lot of patients, once you take them off of dairy, every symptom and issue that they have goes away. It's amazing. That's fascinating. Cause yeah, you're, I mean, it can, it can make your joints hurt. And it's yeah. amazing how there's marketing for the milk industry, for mm-hmm. you to consume dairy. And I mean, I love cheese. I love ice cream. I have to admit, oh, but certain I'm cheese, back. I can't. I'm back, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> Switched over to almond milk and cashew milk, you know, plant milk. Yes. Um, but the ice cream and the cheese, they get me there, but I, they're all alternatives. Like the, I can't do soy cause there's a little yeah, don't estrogen, do soy. I don't um, soy. and that for me, I'm an older woman. So I, I you know, we're, we're not going to do that. <laughs> um, and by older, I just mean in my forties, y'all, I'm not a senior citizen yet. We, we young. Um, I was like, we're young. <laughs> and, and that's the other thing I want to, I want to talk to you about. Um, <clears throat> when we start to get inflammation under control, mm-hmm. is it possible to, I mean, obviously we're never going to go back in age, right? Your time keeps mm-hmm. going forward, but is there a way to slow down aging through functional medicine and holistic oh, yes. approach? And how does that oh, work? Yes. Definitely. Because you're taking away the triggers that make your body age. Mm. You know, you're removing toxins that contribute to inflammation. You're dealing with those aging. They call it, they call it aging. It's funny, but you're dealing with these chemical reactions that make your body age. You're dealing with the cellular damage that makes your body age. So yeah, there's definitely a way that you can slow the aging process by restoring your body back to this place of healing, health, and wellness. It happens all the time. Are there things that you can proactively do? Like, for example, I do a lot of um, supple- supplementation. So mm-hmm. like, because I don't eat red meat, but I mm-hmm. also tend to get anemic, I'll take uh, like beef liver pills or mm-hmm. iron supplementation, mm-hmm. or, you know, try to incorporate like more spinach and things that have mm-hmm. higher iron in them. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> excuse me, I also do mushroom supplementation, functional mushrooms. Mm-hmm. So um, like ashwagandha, mm-hmm. uh, which has been so helpful for stress reduction, yes. <laughs> yes. reishi and chaga, mm-hmm. lion's mane, all those sort mm-hmm. of different functional mushrooms. Talk mm-hmm. to me about supplementation because our food industry is not as nutrient dense as it used to be right um, because of just mass production and chemicals and the soil all the different things that's a whole nother mm-hmm. episode but because our food is not as neutrally nutriently dense as it needs to be for the bodies that god created us for right um how can we proactively use supplementation and what kinds of supplements are good or not good okay so Oh, um, yes. So you're right. So it goes back to what they're doing with the foods nowadays and trying to turn everything over so fast that a lot of our um, like vegetables and fruit, you know, they're not getting the nutrients from the soil because they're pulling them too fast. So they already are 
type nutrient deficient. And then when we go and cook our vegetables for too long, we cook off more nutrients. So a lot of them are nutrient depleted by the time it gets to the body. So I do believe in supplementation. Um, but even like supplements, like I said, I don't, it's not a standard approach for everybody, you know? No, it's really dependent on the person as far as like what's the best supplements for you. Um, a few that I recommend for everybody is vitamin D. And vitamin D is just hands down like so important because majority of people are vitamin D deficient. And what vitamin D does, vitamin D is necessary to have a healthy immune system. Vitamin D is also necessary to have good mental health as well. Vitamin D is necessary to have good strong bones. Vitamin D has been shown to be effective in protecting you from certain cancers like colon cancer. Um, over the last five to 10 years, they've been doing more studies showing that vitamin D has also been helping to curb um, your cardiovascular disease risks, you know, of heart attacks and strokes. Um, really? Yes. I mean, vitamin D is so necessary, you know? And so, so vitamin D- let me, is let me interrupt for a minute because I take a vitamin D3 supplement every mm -hmm. day because my blood work, now keep in mind, this is not medical advice, listeners. This is a, a, a person who has expertise. Mm -hmm. Yes, but always consult your specific practitioners, your doctors, your wellness team. So I get blood work done, obviously, a couple times a year. And my blood work showed I was vitamin D deficient. So my doctor, she prescribed a vitamin D prescription. And then I get over the counter vitamin D3. But there's two different kinds of vitamin D. Talk to me about mm -hmm. the two different kinds and why one is better than the other, or are they better than the other? Well, yeah, so kind of. So you got the vitamin D2, the vitamin D3. Um, D3 is more animal-based. Um, D2 is more plant-based. Um, but what we notice, we usually encourage people to get the D3 because the D3 is better absorbed in the body. Mm, so okay. that's why I usually recommend the D3. And what I also usually recommend is when you get the vitamin D3, get it with the K2. So K2, I'd say it's like an enzyme, basically. Okay. <laughs> and because the whole point, especially for talking about aging, right? Um, we talk about aging and the, our bones for women, especially, you know, once we hit menopause, we don't have all that great estrogen anymore to help keep our bones nice and healthy, you know, and what people have been doing over the years is like ODing on calcium, which I don't recommend that for everybody because when your calcium levels are too high and your vitamin D is low, it actually causes more problems than it does benefit. So what I usually recommend is getting the vitamin D3 with the K2 because what the K2 would do is help channel that calcium into the bones to get your bones stronger instead of having that calcium other where like in your blood vessels or your arteries or your tendons you know and causing other issues in the body or in the kidneys causing kidney stones right. so i usually recommend the vitamin d3 with k2 so we can help channel that calcium that we're having into the bones to help our bones get stronger especially during those postmenopausal years do those come together in one supplement or do you have to get the k2 and the d3 separate no nope, they come together they come together okay. i usually um it's a particular brand that I really like. It's called Orthomolecular. Orthomolecular. <laughs> so yeah. But it has D3 and K2. And what I like about it is actually a, a liquid. Oh, I so like it. So it's just a drop. Yep. And it's 1,000 units per drop, you know, that you put on your tongue. And the reason why I like it is because um, it's a dropper. So liquid so it can bypass the whole digestive process because that's another thing we talk about supplements if people's gut health isn't good then it's going to stop you from being able to absorb you know the supplements that you take anyway mm -hmm. so that's why i like the liquid form because the liquid form get absorbed through the mucous membranes so it doesn't have to go through the whole gut process right and so you okay. get better absorption so to help get your numbers up there a lot faster 
Now I know we're going to talk at towards the end about how people, how people can find you and your website, but you, do you have a link to that on your website as well? A link to what I just said? Yeah. The supplement, the D, uh, the D3 dropper. Oh no, no, I don't. Okay. Okay. No worries. Like, if someone wants to reach out to me, I can definitely send a link to them where they can purchase it. Okay. Now, could I go to like a Sprouts or like a Whole Foods and find it there? Or do I have to order it online? Or? I'm trying to think, have I seen it there? I don't know if I've ever seen that particular brand out because I get, I use it, I get it through my um, functional nutraceutical um, pharmacy per se. I gotcha. Um, so, <laughs> so is it a prescription or that brand out. Say it again. Is it a prescription or or can we get over the counter D3 with K2? Um, well, they have D3 with K2 over the counter. Okay. So if okay. you have D3 with K2 over the counter, just, I haven't seen the orthomolecular brand over the counter, but I they do have K2 over the counter. So there's another brand. And I can go over the Solar counter Ray. and get it. <laughs> yeah. Like there's another brand called Solar Ray. They um, have that over the counter um, at health food stores or vitamin stores. And that was a pretty good brand with some good absorption rates as well. Okay. And I do go, I go to vitacost.com as well. Um, and listeners, if you go to vitacost.com and you put in the code earth diet, you'll get 10% off. That's not, I get no affiliation with that at all, but I know the code for 10% <laughs> off. So I share the goodies, uh, the show notes for that. Um, okay, cool. So we talked about D3 with K2 and how important that is for so many different reasons. I'm glad you brought that up. What other supplements would you recommend for the, the general public? I know we have to be individualized, but just yeah. general proactive supplements that we can, because I mean, let's face it, we're in COVID, we've got, you know, flu season, we've got crazy weather going on. So our immune systems are taking a beating. So what can we do? So I, I do live under this belief. So I didn't trade in traditional drugs for nutraceutical drugs. <laughs> so I don't know trying to replace your high blood pressure medicine with a, a supplement per se. Uh, <laughs> fundamentally, it all begins with how you eat. And, you know, I always tell my patients, supplement is just that. It supplements something. It's not a replacement of something. It supplements something. And what it supplements is healthy eating behaviors. So how you eat, how you manage stress, how well, how much sleep you get, how well you interact with other people. That's the foundations of holistic wellness. And then we supplement, you know, when need be at that particular time. Um, so I just wanted to put that disclaimer out there because everybody wanted to go and like take 50 bags of supplements. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> but, the foundation first. <laughs> yes, definitely. But another thing I would say, because I notice a lot of people are going vegan now. Mm, yes. And for those that are going vegan, um, what you end up getting deficient in is vitamin B12. Mm. Um, B12 is very, very important. And you usually get your B12 from your meats. But if you're not eating meat, you definitely need to get a B12 supplement. You have to. Um, the reason being B12 necessarily have healthy nerve function. And if your B12 is depleted, your nerves get damaged and you can have permanent nerve damage, you know, as well. Um, so you want to make sure you're getting some B12. That's very important. Um, those are like the, the main ones, generally speaking. Um, and then omega-3s is something I think is outstanding too. But omega-3s is not good for everybody just because, you know, um, everybody don't tolerate it well. Someone who had a recent gallbladder surgery, they can't take in extra fats. But if that's not the issue, omega-3s are excellent with EPA and DHA because what they do is help with inflammation. Um, so those are like some standards, depending on what's going on. People probiotics. I love probiotics And that's well. for your gut health, right? Yep, that's for the, and it helps with the overall health because if we think about our immune system majority of our immune system originate in our gut 
Mm. Like they, I've heard quoting anywhere from 70 to over 80% of the immune system originates in the gut. So the healthier the gut is, the stronger your immune system is. So that's why probiotics actually turns out good. Probiotics is also excellent for women who have vaginal, you know, situations that be going on. <laughs> the probiotics <laughs> have that flora as well. Um, so they're really, really good. Probiotics too, um, when that gut is better, like I said, it can help with the mental space. Um, it's something that um, people with like irritable bowel syndrome, you know, that's something else, you know, that helps with that. Um, you know, so it's a lot of different benefits. But like I said, other than the vitamin D for everybody, <laughs> the B12 for the vegans, everything else really is more, you know, patient dependent and individualized based on your own blood work, your doctor's assessment of you. Yeah, um, what's going on with you. Yeah, gotcha. what your family history is. We want to prevent something, you know, um, what you're depleted and deficient in. I mean, everything is different. For people who are stressed though, people who have high stress um, and you, you know you're just not managing it well. <laughs> what happens like Michelle mentioned ashwagandha. Ashwagandha is outstanding um, because what happens when you're chronically stressed, not just frying your brain out, um, but you're also just disrupting your whole hormonal balance. So when you're chronically stressed, that not only does damage at the cellular level, but it also impacts your hormones and make you gain weight. It puts you at higher risk for the, um, diabetes, obesity, heart attack, stroke. Um, so the ashwagandha is excellent because it kind of makes you feel peace, you know, when you got all the craziness going on in the world around you, but it also helps to rebalance those hormones out. So that's another thing that's about is really, really good. Um, and then also for people who's chronically stressed, I also recommend a B-complex because mm -hmm. what happens is you start burning your adrenals out from being stressed for so long. And so they rely on those B vitamins inside the body to kind of help give it some support. But when you're chronic stressed for a prolonged period of time, you need to make sure you supplement those B vitamins. Yeah. And I would, I would offer up that having 18 months plus going on now with this pandemic is stressful for all of us. So we can all use some decreasing of the stress hormones. Um, yes. So I love that. I love that. And you know, what's striking me so much is that you know, God gave us all of these different systems in our bodies, the neurological system, the endocrinotic system, all of them. That's the two major ones I know because <laughs> I'm not a medicine person. Um, I try to sound all fancy there, um, but there's all the different systems, right? That work together, right? There's mental, emotional, physical, all of the things, um, breathing, the the heart, cardio, cardiovascular, you mentioned. I can get fancy there too. Um, it's amazing to me there that- <laughs> See, I do learn. Um, it's amazing to me, though, how when one gets out of whack, or like you said, when we've got inflammation issues on one end, it impacts the whole system. And so that's why it's so mm -hmm. important, I think, to, yes, go to your primary care physician. Yes, use the Western medicine, you know, that we have and the gifts and talents that God has given our doctors and, and if that's needed, but to also integrate that functional medicine holistic approach because the regular doctor may not notice the stress system or you know the emotional mental health system that's affecting the physical because when you are in emotional distress or mental health issues are presenting or your hormones are completely out of whack it impacts all the other different systems and organs and 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 parts of your body. So I think for me, that's my biggest takeaway um, from what you've been sharing. And it's, it's just such a blessing that you have been able to integrate both of those um, 
fields and, and then of course be enhanced by God because mm-hmm. God puts that extra dose of sprinkle on everything. <laughs> so I love that. Um, um, I just wanted to let everybody know. So how um, the medical field is not what everybody think it is, right? Unfortunately, the pharmaceutical company rules the medical field. And so everything is based on drugs, pharmaceutical drugs. And to the extent where they, um, in our, cause I still got to go to medical conferences to keep my license and everything up, but they like throw so much shade on vitamins. They throw so much shade on supplements. They throw so much shade on holistic and functional medicine. It's terrible. And they make it seem like it's not effective. It's not safe. Um, and it doesn't work. And that's what they do. And because all these physicians and healthcare clinicians are brainwashed because that's what they've been trained and taught for so long, that it's difficult for you to have a traditional medicine clinician and a holistic medicine clinician, because it's two different thoughts. They, they come in conflict with one another another and that I feel like what had happened to leave a patient confused and not knowing who to believe so I feel like for those who are really ready to take the plunge and really have their bodies restored back to health go functional wellness a hundred percent don't even play with a traditional medicine person oh but wow okay. who's not willing to take the plunge and you don't want to say no to that cheese or whatever, then you you will probably need to stick around with that uh, traditional medicine person because you'll have the issues that comes you know with those decisions. So I wanted everybody to know that because if you're looking for the traditional medicine, the co-sign with the functional medicine person is doing, they won't. That is fascinating, and I thank you so much for for clarifying that for me because mm-hmm. I thought. I obviously in my, in my naivety that they would work together because it's all about the patient and coming into, to full health. But it, I guess it makes sense because it's two different approaches and you're right. There's a lot of money to be made, even on the stock market with pharmaceutical companies and pushing the symptom focused band-aid approach, which is what my perception of the medical industry does mm-hmm. with a lot of things. Now, some things are valid. You know, we're not going to throw throw all the shade, <laughs> just half the shade. Um, but interesting that, so if you're ready to take the plunge and you've got the discipline mm-hmm. to be able to give up what is making you sick, go mm-hmm. functional holistic. If you oh, yeah. are like me and you're not ready yet to give up cheese, oh, I've tried. I, I really have. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, it's really challenging for me. <laughs> so I manage it, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't, I have it maybe once a month. I don't have it every day like I used to, but I do indulge. Um, so that's fascinating. They I'm so glad you brought that up. To make you addicted to it, right? They put and, something in cheese called caseomorphs. And it's something that mimics morphine to make you addicted to it so you can come back to it. Yeah, so that's why people say, I can't give up my cheese. Get- I just say no to drugs. It's a drug. Oh my God. (laughs) Say no to drugs. (laughs) Okay. When you put the frame on it like that, I am a cheese drug addict. Oh my gosh. Yes. But you know, there's a non-dairy, there's a non-dairy cheese that you can get at Whole Foods called BioLife. It's B as in Victor, I, O, and then life. Um, That one's actually really good. They got sliced cheese. They got shredded cheese. They got grated cheese. They got, um, what you call that people use cream cheese, like all of that. Um, and it's really, really good. The BioLife brand is really, really good. Now it's only gonna taste like um, 
What's the one that you guys be getting? I haven't bought cheese in forever. Oh, I can't even think of the name of it. I get mine from Kraft. It's not Kraft cheese, by the way. Yeah. But BioLife is excellent. And then they also have a lot of non-dairy ice creams out here. You yeah, know, no, some, that, that I do. I'll do the non-dairy ice creams because yeah, some are good. Even Ben and Jerry's got a non-dairy ice cream brand. So yeah, no, the non-dairy ice creams, I I, I will co-sign on that because those are good. I can switch over. Now, cheese, I've tried like three different brands of vegan cheeses. I, I have because I've tried. Uh-huh. And, and it's just, I always go back to the Trader Joe's, you know, they're- Have you tried Biolife? You know, I don't think I've tried, I've, I don't think I've tried, I don't think I've heard of that brand, but I've tried like Day, Daya or Daya. And, oh yeah, Daya wasn't that wonderful. Yeah. Biolife is good. Okay, I'm going to look for that one. my teen son, if I sneak it on him and he don't know. <laughs> he even says it's good <laughs> I, I may have to look that one up and try that one out so okay I'm, I'm gonna listen and be and, and be <laughs> disciplined here I'm gonna try because the yes. benefit of the decrease of inflammation is yes. the benefit, right and yeah. you have to understand that you're worth it and mm-hmm. your health and optimal functioning is really a benefit, not just to you, but to the world who needs the gift of who you are in the earth. And so I think for me, framing it that way is like, okay, Michelle, you got a responsibility. Let's, let's, let's try one more time and work it out. We'll, right. we'll try the vegan cheese. Okay. <laughs> but the other element is the fact that, especially as a believer, like our temples is not our own. Like these are not our bodies. These are temples of the Holy Spirit. And just like we're diligent and taking care of everything else around us, we have to be diligent in taking care of God's temple. So we have to look at it as, as stewardship, you know, like what's going to work with God and not work against God and what it is that he's trying to do through this temple, you know? So even looking at it from that standpoint and trusting God and the Holy Spirit to help you overcome that cheese addiction, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that was a beautiful, gentle rebuke. I, I, I do receive it. Okay. And I can tell you're a mama name because that was a very mama name approach. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, Tamika, I think I could talk to you forever, but we are coming to our time. So what are like one to three things that you really want to highlight for the audience to walk away from the conversation with? Because we've covered a lot of ground. So what are what are like one to three things that you really want to highlight that people really take home from what we've talked about? I would say the number one thing is self-care, especially um, it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, you know, like you have so many demands and so many different things and people that pull on you all the time and you're constantly giving and giving and depleting yourself. Um, So I recommend if you talk about wellness and just walking in love for you, you know, you have to take care of yourself. So what does taking care of yourself look like? You don't have to like run away on a trip every weekend, you know, (laughs) but a vacation every year is definitely warranted. But what I usually recommend is at least every day, at least a good 10 to 15 minutes of the day, set yourself aside away from everybody else and allow yourself to be uh, renewed. You know, so whatever nurtures you, whatever fuels you, whether it's just going to a quiet place and having no noise and getting away from all sound right or whether it's just going into prayer or whether it's going into meditation or or whatever it is just something to nurture you and replenish you you know after you've been given 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 for so long very very important and you'll be amazed at just how that one little step could trigger a whole new pathway of healing and helping your body and in your overall life um so taking care of yourself doing something to nurture you having fun fun is necessary and required <laughs> 
So having some fun, you know, at least once a month, go and do something that you enjoy. So those are some things that I would say, start there, you know, taking care of you, prioritize yourself, you know, especially as mothers, we're so into our husbands and our children and doing everything for everybody else, volunteering on this board and that board, but we have to prioritize ourselves because the, the healthier and better we are, the better we are for everybody that we love and that we serve. So prioritizing yourself. So even when we talk about holistic wellness, yeah, that may mean you got to give up that dairy cheese or that may mean you have to, you know, you know, change how you eat some things, but you got to look at it that you are worth it and know that you're worth it. You're worth it so much that Jesus took all sin, sickness, and disease to the cross. He laid his life down for you. That's how valuable you are. That's how you know that you're worth it. So whatever the sacrifice to make sure you're well, you know, it, it gives God glory and it definitely blesses the earth. So that's one of the main things I would say. Um, and then the last one, everybody gets some vitamin D because even with the coronavirus, what they found out is people who had adequate vitamin D levels, it kind of served as prevention from them getting the virus. So majority said, I think at the last stat was like over 83% of the people who had severe coronavirus or died were all vitamin D deficient. But people who had adequate vitamin D levels, it's like it, they can come in contact with them and nothing happens. Wow. So those will be the same thing. And then the last thing I'll say is trust God, you know, even in the midst of a pandemic, you know, definitely go in your secret place, go into prayer and just allow God to give you peace, knowing that, you know, your life is in his hands and you don't have to worry about anything, no matter what comes, no matter what's going on, even with your family members and your loved ones, like truly cast all those cares over to the Lord, leave it there and, and trust him to manage it. So don't try to take on burdens that was never meant for you to carry. Oh, I love that. I love that. Oh, you just said a word right there. <laughs> not carry the burden that was never yours to carry in the first place. Oh, and especially when you don't have to. Tamika, right. you have blessed my life, my soul. Who you've, you've convinced me, the whole, the whole gamut. <laughs> but what valuable knowledge and information that you shared that is practical, that we can actually implement to become who we're supposed to be in all areas of our life to really live out the abundant life. Yes. But also the purpose that we were given to gift the world with. So I just am so grateful to know you, to be connected. I'm so grateful for the work that you're doing, not only for your patients, but also for you you know, sharing on a podcast and speaking out on your Facebook page and, and doing all the things that you're doing to share the knowledge so people can really understand um, and make changes to, to live a better life. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for making time in your busy schedule to come on the show and to share. Oh, thanks for having me, Michelle. It's been great. And I love to spread the gospel, the good news of health and wellness. Yes. It's available to you if you will just take it up and receive it. I love it. I love yeah. it. And how can people find you if they're like, I need more, this was just the tip of the surface, or if they wanna work with you, if they're in the state of Michigan, um, how can people find you? How can they connect with you? Okay, so, I mean, they can like my Facebook page, it's Synergy Health and Wellness. Um, they can also email me, um, contact, like contact islands at Synergy, which is S-Y-N-E-R-G-Y, 913.com. Or if you wanna schedule an appointment or a consultation, you can call my office at 248 481 Four two four one. I don't call myself that often, so I'm forgetting my number. But that is the number two four eight four eight one four two four one. And then also this Friday will be my last one, um, at least for now. I do live Q and A's on YouTube. 
about the whole everything COVID. So whatever questions you may have or concerns or whatever, um, a live Q&A, um, it starts at 12 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, noon, 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Um, and my YouTube page is Tamika Morrow um, NP. So if you want to jump on that, if you got any questions about coronavirus, what to do to boost your music, system or whatever i'm definitely there it's live you can ask your questions um and hopefully live and thrive in the midst of a pandemic <laughs> um and, and then is the youtube on there so like can i go back and watch the other ones that you've done yep they're all on there okay yep, perfect, they're all perfect. On my page they're all there okay and then you also have your website so i'll put all the links to everything in the okay. show notes listeners because you know how i like to, i like to to make it easy for you click Thank and go you. copy and paste <laughs> and go so all the links will be in the show notes for you if you want to follow up i'm going to definitely go to that youtube and listen to all the q a's because i want to get all the information <laughs> i can to live my very best version of myself in this life so listeners this has been chock full i encourage you to go back and listen again because there were so many wisdom nuggets and also health nuggets in there and i don't want you to miss any of them so if you need to go back and listen again i think i'm going to because there was so much tamika that you shared that is so beneficial so i am just so grateful so grateful and listeners i know you got value definitely give us feedback you can either click the link in the show notes to send a voicemail you can go to successfuldiligence.com contact to send an email and as i always say listeners keep walking. Never, ever, ever stop walking because if you continue to walk, you will reach your destiny. You will reach your destination. You will get everything that you need on the journey. And while you're walking and while you're on the journey, I encourage you to always, always choose gratitude. Yes. I'm not sure you know, 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 I